Welcome in. No punts allowed. And before we talk college football things, Paige, we have a live taste test. Actually, this is kind of backfiring because I can't even tell. We're not supposed to reveal <laughs> what the beer is till the end. However, do we do an early reveal? Because it's kind of a unique yeah. beer. All right. So early reveal. Early, early reveal. This is a key lime lager that I'm going to try not to drop on my computer. This was a gift <laughs> of a beer. Okay. Key lime lager. Um, Pollyanna Brewing Company, which actually makes some great stuff. They make some weird stuff. Uh, 4.7% alcohol. I'm going to give okay. this a run. I'm going to, I'm taking a sip. I got to remember this is audio and video. Video. I mean that, to be fair, that was probably your most solid crack of this podcast. Like I know we're only four episodes in, but that was, that was like a, a clean really, one. really solid. Yes. That mm. one was good. How do we feel? Okay. So, well, first off the 16 ounce can, you got a lot more torque. I feel like um, this is not what I expected. If you have ever had like a summer shandy, I think that's like a Midwestern yes. thing. This is kind of shandy. Blinies. Um, This is way more key limey than lagery. Um, but I kind of like it. I just think my one, it is a cap of one. So uh, that is it. Um, well, welcome in, Paige. Good, good yes, to see hello. you again. Adam Kramer. Uh we are in the thick of college football right now, and I guess before we kick things off and talk games, I want to tell you Saturday night, my college football watching experience, what happened. Now, you were directly involved in this. We work yes. at the same company. I, you, I, I'm writing for you, so Saturday can be a little chaotic, like to it take people be. behind the curtain, right? Like, you're, we're will, looking for angles. Yeah, I will say, I could tell that something was going awry when the responses were a little slower and I was like uh oh something's going on in the Kramer household and you're like uh I you're like just just opened a bottle of wine so I was like all right this is where we're at this is where we're at so what happened on Saturday besides the the football chaos that we will obviously get to but I need to know that yes. I, I live for Kramer kid stories so what we do on our day, what I'm writing on a Saturday for BR, is you and I are talking about games that we want to target and yep. and then like trying to figure out what windows we're going to write in. I got soccer's in the morning, all sorts of stuff going on. I thought I was going to maybe write about Alabama in the afternoon. Penn State's happening. It was a great game, but we're trying to full angles there. So my wife goes out. like She has plans with her friends. She's leaving around 8.30. Cool. Like, I've got three kids that are going to be sleeping in my house. If I'm working, they're going to be asleep, right? No big deal. Well, like that backfired horribly. So I'm writing late. We change our angle. It's a weird day of college football. Nobody's like losing, but everybody looks like shit, which yes. we'll talk about. And so as I'm like probably a third of the way done through my column, like my son, I like pull up the old baby monitor on the cell phone and I look at him and he's like shaking his crib, <laughs> screaming, about to throw himself out of there. So, okay, go up and grab him. And... He, for the first 20 minutes, it's good. He's sitting down there. He's just playing. I'm like, play with play with Paw Patrol, play with your trucks. And then as I'm writing, he starts like throwing Legos at me. And I'm like, Cam, please stop. And I'm typing. And I'm trying to concentrate. And he's laughing, right? So that column that I wrote, which I think ended up actually okay, considering the circumstances. It was, it was not wine-induced. It was child-induced. And then the was, wine came. The wine so, happened. That, so, so once I was done... I, I finished it with him awake, put him to sleep, and then yes, the wine wine was flowing. It was a rough it was a rough writing scenario. That is not the first time that's happened. Um, but I remember texting my wife like this is not going well. 
And she's like, <laughs> I am so sorry. And that's the extent of it because she's not coming home. Like, no. Buddy, no, no, no. this she's is your kids. shit. Yeah. You're like, hey, yep, yep. she's got to get her time. Like, yes. but it was just a suboptimal situation for me and for the column. But it worked out. We got it done. Yeah, we did get it done. I I just love because I, I can always sense it. Like you said, you and I are in constant communication on Saturdays, yes. just about random things, whether it be gambling and all of those things, or just like what we're writing on. And I can always sense when there is something going on in the Kramer household, which is often because I just think there's always yes. something when you have small children and you have three of them. So I feel like there is always something going on. I forgot too. We were watching my mom's dog, and we don't have a dog. And so the dog is like, Cam was practically trying to ride this dog like a horse around the house, right? And the dog is a wonderful dog and was just like clearly stressed. So all of us were stressed except for Cam. But it it happens. We play through it. Like we play through pain. And that was a game I lost. That was a gamble I lost. Uh, I thought yes. they would be asleep. Not so much. So we made it. And by the way, let's let's talk about what we wrote about, which is – is anybody any good, right? Like when I think about college football right now, I I really hope that no one is actually good. Being a little bit crude, like we're being tough on that. Alabama's good. Georgia. I was going to say the Alabama fans are shouting at you um, I know. right now. They're I, like we are good, but they are good, but they're not. They're not saving good yet, right? They're really good. But I don't think they're like we hold them up to a ridiculously high standard. At least I do. Yeah, they're they're probably the best team in college football. Like we, this is so unfair, but they're beatable. They're mortal, and that's not something yeah. we say all the time. And that's great if we have a clumsy football season where everybody kind of stumbles through and looks like shit. The I'm I'm here for this. But Paige, I want to ask you this: like, I'm, we're doing this right now with like Clemson and Ohio State, Oklahoma. Like, is it a matter of time? Like, do you just assume, like, Spencer Rattler is going to be awesome? This is an interesting week this week against West Virginia. Or are you – like, I think we just assume, like, you know what? Clemson's going to figure this out. Ohio State will figure it out. I don't know if they will. I don't know if any yeah. of them are going to, like, quote, unquote, figure it out because it's week four and everybody's kind of meh. Yeah. I – I don't think that they all figure it out. I think that we're looking at a playoff situation that we were not expecting um, before the season started. I think we've given Oklahoma the time and the space to sort of figure it out, and they have not. Same with Ohio State. I mean, their defense did not look good against Tulsa. Like, Tulsa. I like, know. It was a one-score game and also, in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I, and looking I mean, at other Big Ten teams, like, Penn State can beat them. Iowa can beat them. Like, I know that, that the – there is, okay, it is Ohio State, they can do great, but I I just don't, like, they're all beatable. Everyone is beatable at this point. I know Alabama won, they were in a close game, they went to a hostile environment, all of those things. Alabama is still Alabama. Totally okay with that, but Oklahoma and Ohio State, to me, look so beatable. I will also say that I thought that Clemson's offense would have it figured out by now. And I was listening yes. to some of the like Monday press conferences from players and some of the people on the offensive line for Clemson were like, well, we don't need like all the hooting and hollering about, you know, how bad we've played and blah, blah, and DJ needs help. But it's like at some point, like get mad, get angry, because th these per these offensive performances are not good. You were playing Georgia Tech, Georgia yes. Tech, yes. and you guys couldn't score more than what? What did they score? 12? I mean, 14? It, they've got two like, touchdowns against power five teams this year. Two offensive touchdowns. 
right? I like, mean, they're going to get obliterated by everybody else. So, I mean, in and I look at Clemson's schedule, and we've talked about this before, and if I'm going to be the most critical of any team, Ohio State, Oklahoma, Clemson, Alabama, Clemson is definitely on the hot seat because, it's like, you have an easy, easy path to the playoff. Yes, you lost to and played closely with a very good Georgia team. Totally get it. Yes. But, I mean, I'd be concerned about, you know, going up against some tough teams-ish. I'm concerned about NC State. I mean, that that's a 10-point yes. spread. And NC State, I, I forget what show I was on, but I said this today. Like, if I'm playing Clemson, I don't fear them. I no. like that. Dabo's talking about the coaches haven't forgotten about how to coach. Paraphrasing his quote. That's an interesting quote, by the way, because to me, that's me him saying like our players are kind of is... bad right now. Like, I, yeah. So I, I, I'm with you. I just think the Notre Dame's another team held, you know, not to the same standard that we're like we just think they're going to figure it out. And maybe they will against Wisconsin, but, like, life's going to come at them real fast. But we also you know? always expect them to disappoint us. Like, we expect yes. them. We don't expect Clemson to disappoint us. We, even with, like, Trevor Lawrence, Correct. like, we always gave them the benefit of the doubt. We always gave them the benefit of the doubt. And now, like, I'm looking at it going, I, if I'm Virginia Tech, if I'm UNC, I I think it's possible to beat them. I look at them I and I too. go, beatable. And yeah. that shakes up the entire playoff conversation Completely. I think they're also in a position because they are, what, ninth in the AP poll right now, and they lost to the number two team in a close game. I think they're in a position with a couple more of these that the resume is going to be so bad. They don't just have to – they can't just win their games. They, no, they, they need honestly, to blow people that, out. That Georgia Tech win is incredibly detrimental to their expectations. Like, I will not be able to erase that. And the further we go – the the closer that will feel at the end of the season. Like AM had that Vandy clunker to start week one last year and they beat Vandy. It was gross though. And they got they washed the taste out of their mouth because they started all of a sudden playing pretty well and they beat some good teams. Clemson can't really do that. Like Clemson doesn't no. have a lot of games that you're gonna be like, yep, way to beat Florida State. That's that's great. Congratulations. So I, I and I hope it's this kind of year. We have not had Same. one of these kinds of years since in, the playoffs started, you mm-hmm. know? So if it's a – the weeks have been wonderful. Like week two, we had, you know, Iowa upsetting Iowa State, small upset. Oregon upsetting Ohio, or, uh, Ohio State Ohio at Ohio State, State yeah. is like a two-touchdown dog. So that was awesome. Last week was kind of the week of almost. I don't know what almost. the hell this week is. Like this is this is kind of the like, – it just feels like there's madness circling. So we, you talked about the playoff yes. being kind of wide open. Give me a team, uh, a dark horse, air quote dark horse, that maybe we're not talking about that you think now has a shot. Because I'm with you. I think it's I think it's pretty wide open now. So it's hard to say because we've been so used to the two loss or the one loss um, SEC team being the, the group that gets in. I think the Big Ten is where we need to rotate our our focus because I think no matter what, Alabama's going to come out on top of the SEC. I think in the Big Ten, like, I was pretty impressed with Penn State. Um, I know they play a good Iowa team, so I think between those two, like, whoever wins that to me is the playoff dark horse because in the SEC, I'm not seeing – like, Texas A&M, 
I'm thinking they're going to get upset this week, and that's going to blow any chance of their playoff um, expectation. I know Georgia and Alabama is going to be the conversation, but I think, I mean, potentially with an A, uh, like if Clemson loses to a random team that they're not supposed to lose to, they're Clemsoning back to Clemsoning again. We could have a conversation, and, and same with Oregon. Like, Oregon still needs to win out, but I'm going to look to the Big Ten, and I'm going to say whoever wins the, the Iowa-Penn State game is going to be our dark horse because I do think that Ohio State could end up losing to one of those teams based on that defense. Oh, I'm, I'm going to go deeper here. Are you ready? Ooh. I'm going to read you off a schedule. Okay? Are it's, you giving um, me what I want? Are you giving me who B- I think you're giving me? It's you Yes. Like, No! What do you mean? This no? is the first time on our podcast that we are going to severely disagree. But go ahead. Where give did, us your wait, case. wait, hold on, hold on. Where did you give think I was case. going? First off, where I thought did you, you were think? going Ole Miss. I thought you were going Ole Miss. I almost went Ole Miss, but I, <laughs> I feel like okay, Ole Miss is there. But I want okay. So BYU is three and zero. Okay, tell beat, me why. Give they, us is this your. They beat Arizona too. There's probably no, the no. This is, okay. no, 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 no. We'll get to it. But okay. I'll give my yes. reason why. But I don't want to hear right. your so layout they, of this. I was really impressed with the Arizona State win. Granted, those wins have been at home. They beat Utah. I don't know what that says. Their quarterback just quit. So maybe that's not a great win anymore. But they play USF, Utah State, Boise State, Baylor, Washington State, Virginia. Idaho State, Georgia Southern, and USC. Now, they play at USC, they play at Baylor, they play at Washington State. The schedule isn't great, but they're number 15 now. I think ASU is actually a decent team. I'm telling you, this, this you look at hit them, you look at Cincinnati. And I'm looking for a group of five team to make it. Cincinnati did not look great against Indiana for much of the game to my no, uh, which was great and then terrible. They play Notre Dame in what two weeks, I think, a couple weeks, and yeah, that'll be big. Weeks. But I think BYU's got a real chance to make things kind of weird if teams like we talked about keep screwing around. But I mean, they lost last year. the The game that could have like really put them over was the Coastal game, and they looked atrocious in that. So I'm curious if they can handle bi- real big games. I think some of these I'm with you were there, getting. But- we're Everybody getting caught in like the names. Shit. Everybody looks like shit. So I think at least we have to widen the net a little bit. A okay, little but bit. if you beat a Baylor team, that's a solid win. If you beat a Washington State team, that's not a quality win. I get they play a decent amount of Power 5. Like Virginia, that's a good win. USC, like we don't even know. By that time, the time know. they play the USC, that is going to be the, the a really big game. Because also, at that point, will Oregon have lost in the... Pac-12 at some point. I don't know. So I don't think USC will really be a factor. And I mean, USC is dealing with their all sorts of problems right now. Well, but I, say, I understand it. It's possible. It's possible. If you blow everybody out, totally yes. possible. That's a better schedule than a Clemson. Yes. I think that's the why I'm at least considering them. Okay. And I, and I like good... watching them play. I, I really do. They're fun. They are a yeah. fun. That's like my adopted team early on is BYU. And I'm betting on them and... Winning, actually, Ugh. I bet against them against Utah. That was terrible. But I bet on them last week late, and that was a great deal of fun to watch. So um, what you, you we talked about team most likely not to make the playoff. I'm assuming Clemson's got to be yours. Like, I'm, I'm Clemson's probably oh, yeah. mine, too. Like, I I don't even know if it goes well if they make the okay, playoff. Okay, wait. If you have to pick between Ohio State, Oklahoma, and um, – gosh, why am I blanking on the other one? Ohio well, State, Oklahoma. We, you I got Alabama, Clemson. you got Clemson. Yeah, I mean, Cle- let's see. <clears throat> How about a team of the three? Who would you feel strongest about? I'd say probably Oklahoma. 
because of schedule. Just based on schedule, yeah. And 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 I think the quarterback, like the Stroud thing, is weird. He's got an injury. The defense. I, I think Oklahoma, just the situation. Well, there, in conference. Yes, and and actually, Isn't it crazy that we talk about things good. like that. I'm going to yes. skip ahead in our, our, our little rundown here, and we'll circle back to what we have next. I do – there is a meeting to talk about playoff expansion, but I just think it's so funny that we're literally sitting here talking about how, like, conference plays a, a role in whether or not you can get into the playoff, not just, like, who's the best teams. You know what I'm saying? Like, Oklahoma is not yes. better than Ohio State, but because two other Big Ten teams seem really, really solid this year and have the schedule to sort of, like, be able to, to win – like we're considering putting in an Oklahoma team. Like that's why the expansion is so important and maybe figuring out the playoff system a little bit better because the conference system as we know it is, is broken a little bit. Um, And so I know there's a meeting coming up. We are not going to get a vote on whether or not playoff expansion is happening because it does have to be unanimous. And I guess the SEC and like another team is just not going to vote yes on it. So I just don't, I don't think Alliance, I don't even know what that is at this point. Um, but I'm interested real. to see what happens in that. But my question to you would be, what is your, like, ideal playoff? Is it like we go, I mean, it, do we start with eight teams? Do we go to 12 teams immediately? What would be your ideal situation? I think eight is a really good stop, a start. I think eight, you've got, well, this is where it changes, right? Because you have the Power Five conferences, but whatever. Let's stick with it for now even though the Big 12 is the power-ish five uh, uh, conference. But you get those – yes. Um, Things are looking up, (laughs) but yes. But you give them the AQ bids for the winners. I think it would be awesome conference championship. See, that's to me why you only need eight. Like conference championship weekends, while those games are – I don't know. I don't want to say largely bad. They've been pretty bad. Like that's a playoff game then. Like that's like a quarter-ish final, whatever you want to do it. So – Give me eight teams, play that first round on college campuses, rank them, whatever yes. you want to do. I, I'd bring back the BCS, but I don't want to, I'll get sidetracked. Play the <laughs> first round on college campuses. Give me, so, so the part I didn't like with 12 page that they proposed is that you had four teams that get a buy. Okay, fine. Mm-hmm. Buys are yeah. great. But then you had in that next round, like teams five, six, seven, eight would play a game on college campuses, which is odd. Those are incredibly valuable things. They're not as valuable as not playing, but give, if you make the top four, having it on your conference, what a scene. And if, if yeah. we're going to do, if we're going to take that whole Penn State thing we just had against Auburn, which is one of the greatest I was just scenes, going to say. That's one of the greatest scenes we've ever had. Why wouldn't you say, let's tap into that for our playoff and also give a huge advantage for being in the top four? Play that yeah. out. And, and you're I think everything way. should be played on a college campus until the national championship, because I, agree. I mean, it. We saw that with Penn State. We saw it with Ohio State, Oregon. Like, those are the things that people love to. Like, I know it's all it's all about the money, but realistically yes. speaking, I would love to see those playoff games be on campus and in those environments. Like you said, it's an advantage. Like you ranking higher and doing those things like should be an advantage. Not to say that it's not when like things are in like Atlanta for Alabama. I mean, it's not really that far of a drive, but it's still, it's like those, those are amazing environments. And like, you just get the chills seeing all of it. Like I, I want to be able to experience that and have people experience those games on those campuses. Because I do think that that like the whiteout was amazing. That was so cool to see. 
It was amazing. It, it, it was incredible. And, and also it's like a burden on the fans. If we're going to keep traveling to like Pasadena, Miami, New Orleans, like granted, it's awesome. But if you're doing that in one yearly cycle, like that's a lot for a fan base. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a lot right now with the semis and the title. Like it, it, yeah. th- that is not a conducive thing. So I, don't I get why they want to potentially rush it to twelve, and I think things honestly because no one trusts anyone from networks <laughs> to teams to conferences. Like <laughs> no it's going to be halted. Uh, I think eight makes a ton of sense, but again, do the five and then have the top non power five team, a group of five, whatever, whoever ranks. that top team is. How cool would that be this year? You got Cincinnati, you've got BYU, you've got Coastal, okay, and you've got a team. I don't know, maybe even a Fresno State it might be the best of them all who is in the mix and, and, and actually hunting for that spot. I, w- I don't care if that team gets the shit kicked out of them. Like most of the other either. teams are going to get the shit. Like, <laughs> I don't. It's still exactly. going to be fun and it's going to be We've different. We've seen and blowouts. So give it- Why are we caring? I, yes, so I'm, I'm with – I think we're on the same page for this. Eight, are, are you well, 8 or 12, actually, by the way? I'm 12. I'm 12 because okay. I want more. I want more. I also, like, hate the lull between the, like, conference champion week and then no, – no offense to Army-Navy. We have Army-Navy and the Heisman on that Saturday, and then there's, like, two weeks of bowl games before you really get to the playoff. Like, I, bowl games are not what they used to be. I want – there there to be something more that's at stake during these bowl games and I want it to start the second week of December and we're ready to go and like through through um the national championship there are games being played that matter every day spread them um, out I love it I'm I'm with you on that one all right I want to I want to go back speaking of playoff we talked about dark horses to make the playoff I think it's a little different when we're talking about most impressive team thus far mm-hmm. and maybe you tipped your hand at your most impressive team when you were asking me who my dark horse playoff team was, who has been the most impressive team you've seen? And, you know, Alabama's not it. Like, what is the team that has no. really, like, shocked your system saying, like, holy shit, this is, this is, this is different from what I was expecting? Arkansas. Mine is Arkansas because that's a genuine surprise. Like, as much as, like, I want to say, like, a Penn State or an Iowa or whatever – Arkansas, to me, having turned around that program in a short amount of time and considering, like, COVID and every, COVID year and everything else, like, that is a very, very impressive football team who, like we talked about before, like, if you see them on the schedule in Fayetteville, you're like, oh, I really don't want to go there. Like, I don't want to do this. And I I mean, I like, well, I enjoy watching them play football and I'm so excited for them to get the upset this week. I cannot wait because Texas A&M fans drive me absolutely insane and are so delusional and I can't wait for Arkansas to just lay it on them. I I think uh, that win against Texas, first off, yes, teasing a locks pick, it is going to be Arkansas and you'll get good value on the money line if if you're into that sort of thing. Ole Miss is an obvious one. I don't know how I can go anywhere else. I know they haven't mm-hmm. beaten – the Alabama game I, I can't wait for. And I know they haven't beaten anybody great, but the magnitude of this and the way that they play and Matt Corral all of a sudden being, to me, he's, the, he's a Heisman favorite, okay? Favorite. Like the Literally the Heisman favorite. You could have got him at like 80-1, to 1, I think, last season for this or early in the offseason. The defense, 
I mean, they could have scored 100 on Tulane. And Tulane ain't bad. Shout like, out they, that over, they, by the way, by the way. Oh can God. we just take a moment? Because everyone laughed at me. I told my brother on Saturday, and he's like, Paige, I can't believe you took the over of 76. Buddy. We were there by the that, third quarter. We were there by the third quarter. Themselves. Yeah, that, I mean, the, just the level of woe. Um, I want to yes. see that Alabama game. There's a couple of games coming up. Penn State, Iowa, which is going to be like the opposite, by the way, of Alabama Ole Miss. I, I still, yeah. the fact that we get those in consecutive weeks is, it is amazing. Spoiled. I am. We are so spoiled. Is, is wait a second? Is Ole Miss Alabama like next week? I think it is, right? October second. I think yeah. it is. I mean that that's gonna. We'll have to do a big old preview for that. Yes, October second. Yes. Oh my God! Absolutely. And then there's they, already and then, the, the there's way, already the Lane. By the way, is already laying his groundwork for. The Alabama game, he asked yes. reporters to not upset Nick Saban. He's totally playing the rat poison game, and you certainly love to see it from Lane Kiffin. Um, yes. Another thing that happened this weekend is that Lane is on Instagram, and he only follows one person, and that one person is Arch Manning. I mean, talk about pulling out all the stops. That says you're special to me. I adore this. I think this is brilliant. <laughs> um I, it, it feels weird bringing him up now, Deshaun Watson. Like, I, but the Deshaun, the recruitment of Deshaun Watson, not weird, creepy Deshaun Watson, but the way that Clemson landed him was essentially having, you know, a coach recruit only him, right? Yes. That was what they did, is they were committed to him being that guy. Now, Lane doesn't have to do that, but Lane is a brilliant is. salesman. Well, he... Lane does not – I mean, he knows what he's doing, and I think this is just – he he knows what we're going to cover. We are just, like, eating out of his hands. Like, we just – he knows, it, like, yeah. watch this. And I, I can't help it. Like, it worked. If, and If, if there's anything that's important to Lane Kiffin, it's social media. He's going to say that that's not true, but we all know. It's like the greatest honor of all time to be bestowed with just the single follow on Instagram. Like, that is a true honor. And I don't know if you watched the Manning cast on Monday Night Football, but they were joking with Pat McAfee about how, like, oh, yes. Arch is going to West Virginia. as like a joke, obviously, because Pat went to West Virginia. But I hope also that Arch, like, out of nowhere just, like, comes on the show or in the Manning cast and is like, oh, by the way, I'm going wherever. Which, by the way, Ole Miss is definitely – I mean, I personally would go to Alabama, but you all know that I'm an Alabama homer. Um – but I, I would love to see an, an Arch. See, if he gets Arch, that's when I think he beats Nick Saban. If if I uh, – I'm really curious to see what that point spread is going to be, by the way. I wonder if there's an early lineup. I'm going to take a look for that. But um, I am really – I'm really interested. Like, if you're Arch Manning and you're watching this college football season, the only place you're going to go is Ole Miss. Like, Matt Corral's made himself – Tens of millions of dollars, most likely. Oh God, yeah. And 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 so if if you're if you're Arch Manning, you got to look at this thing and be like, yeah, like this is this is where I want to be. I just Kiffin has it going on. I think we said yes. it last week. USC, that's your guy. I know it was your guy before, but it's your guy for real now. Like I, it's it's fun to see, and the fact that they have a defense. Ah oh, man, I can't wait for that Alabama game. I am working that weekend too, and I'm excited to just write I, the shit out of that game. Oh yeah, and I also think that's when we see who wins the Heisman. 
it's Bryce Young versus Matt Crowell. Like, that's that's who yeah. is in the running. I feel bad because I wish Malik Willis was a part of that. I really do because what he's doing at Liberty is amazing. And it's also just, like, funny to think, like, watching that Auburn team and see how things have gone for them offensively. It's kind of funny to think that they had that opportunity and just kind of squandered I'm it. Gonna, um, I'm going to get you live Heisman odds, by the way. Matt okay, Crowell plus two, two to one. Bryce Young oh. plus 225. So it's like a dead heat. Uh, Desmond Ritter of Cincinnati plus sixteen hundred. That's a terrible bet. Spencer Rattler plus sixteen hundred. Yeah. That's still live. He hasn't been great. Malik no. Willis uh, twenty to one. C.J. Stroud twenty to one. No. Sam Howell twenty five to one. I gotta say, man, he's looked fabulous. Like he has looked. I know they lost to Virginia Tech, but if you watch him play, yeah, it it, it feels uh, Kenneth Walker at forty to one for Michigan State has been amazing. Dang. I mean that he has that's pretty been. good value. No, he's been good. Actually, Sean Clifford, 50 to 1. He's not going to come up with any numbers, um, even close to it. Just keep winning games. He's just it's got just the a heart, weird though. List. He's got the heart, though. It is a weird list. It's very open, but we know how Heisman stuff works. I think, like, in the last couple of years, the only exception to the rule has really been Lamar. And I feel like. Ole Miss has an exciting offense sort of like we saw Lamar in that really could like set him in that that situation outside of like an Alabama quarterback or an Oklahoma quarterback by, winning it. By the way, the timing of this Ole Miss-Alabama game for both of these quarterbacks is great because the loser, if this was in November, that's like the de facto game, right? Like that's like yeah. the de facto. Like we have did this with Tua and Kyler, and that was really stupid, by the way. Tua should have won the Heisman. Um, this is like – what, they're both going to put up huge I agree. Numbers. That guy didn't sign with my baseball team. Yeah, well, he that, did. Was, uh, that was a rough rough scene. But I'm excited for that. We'll, we'll get to that. But, yes, in terms of Heisman, it is it is down to those guys. But our, So Ole Miss is my team. You, you've got your team. And Lane Kiffin is just going to follow one high school player. And that is going to be totally normal. It's going to be I awesome. We're just going to acknowledge that as being um, something that, that happens. Also, but I, Yes. If we could get the Manning cast for the Tennessee Ole Miss game, that would be fantastic. Also, I feel like that would be a great time for Arch to commit. Like, that would be a really cool thing, wouldn't it? Arch is, Arch is what, a junior now? Yeah. I think I he needs like to do it early to get about it over him with. For 40 years. We, we have. Remember when we talked? Probably, I mean, honestly, it was maybe two years ago when you and I were like, ago. we were like, hey, we should probably. See if we can talk to the Manning family about this, or just like people in and around that. We that were family. we wanted to be before the crowd, and now it's a pretty it's crowded. big crowd. It's it is a large crowd. It's going to be hard to do. Um, it is, but at some point, I'd like to do that story. Um, can I talk about Friday Night Lights real quick? Yes, because I saw your tweet that you're rewatching Friday Night Lights. Yeah, how long I'm has it been since you watched it? When it was like originally many, on many well. I feel like I gave it a, a rewatch shortly thereafter. It's been many years, and okay. you know I love this show. Are you are you super into Friday Night Lights? Like yes, like I've it's watched been it so, twice all the way through. Okay, it's been so long that like plot lines don't. I don't remember plot lines. Like it, it's like I like this show a lot, but if I like rewatch Breaking Bad, I'd be like, oh yeah, that's kind of what I'm doing with Friday Night Lights. So okay. where, and honestly, I don't even remember if I finished it or not. So let me ask you, do you have a, a go-to, who's your go-to character on Friday Night Lights? I mean, it's 
obviously Tim Riggins. I, there um, is no one like Tim Riggins. Like, he could do the worst of things, which he did, and you're still, like, Team Tim Riggins. So that would be my favorite character. My least favorite character is Julie. I cannot yes. stand her. She's such a brat. She is such a brat. That's so, my take. Okay, so Buddy Garrity is, like, when I'm watching this last night with wine... He's the cartoony booster, like the college. I, I love the but way he's that like, they... We, we know a Buddy Garrity. Like, we all know one for a college team. We all know them. I love that they bought, brought him into, like, Texas high school ranks on steroids. And it's like... Yes. Like, the Cruton violations and everything else. The, the, I think the answer's got to be Coach Taylor, right? Is like, your favorite? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Okay, like, that's fair. Um, I'll also point out, like, seeing Landry... Um, now, like, uh, I, and I don't know what the actor's name is. Jesse something after he, to Kirsten Dunst. Yes. Uh, but, but when he, so he was in breaking bad, right? Okay. Spoiler alert plot. And he like shoots a kid in breaking bad. And it was like, I can't look at Landry the same in (laughs) Friday night lights ever again. Like, yeah, his characters have gotten weirder and weirder and he's looks weird and like he seeing him as a kid in Friday Night Lights, where he's just like a goober friend, um, it's strange. He was in wait, he was in that Jason Bateman movie. It's I think it's called Game Night, where yes. he plays like a really weird character in it. And the whole time, all I could think about was like, "This isn't Landry. This isn't Landry. I can't do this." It's such a creepy role. I don't know why he takes those on, but he um, looks kind of. I also thought he, he was so sweet during the show, so I I really do appreciate him as a character. But yeah, he, Tim Riggins is, is going to take it all the way. He is a great character. Who's um, your least favorite? I would say, I'd say Julie is up there. I, I, She's so whiny and she so adds, mean. Yeah, even like all the football elements are like necessary elements for the show. I kind of hate, I, I like love and hate Buddy Garrity because it was just such a cartoon character version of what that person is that I can't quite stand him. Uh, also, like I, I mean, I just started rewatching this. Mac Brown makes an appearance, like yeah. in episode one. Mac Brown looks like he's like twenty five years old. In this thing. <laughs> Maybe Mac Brown was. It has been a minute uh, for these guys, but Mac Brown was kind of a kind of a dick to Coach Taylor, like telling him he's got like he he doesn't look good. He doesn't look ready. Like Mac is not that guy. Okay, I've talked to Mac Brown. He is one of the nicest human beings. Can I tell a quick Mac Brown story now that we're yes, completely absolutely. off topic? Yes, absolutely. I interviewed Mac Brown. I've interviewed him a couple of times. Seriously, one of the nicest, like, nicest men in the sport has. That whole Texas thing was bullshit because Mac is, like, incredible. It was one of my first interviews. And I remember I had uh, – no, it wasn't one of my first, but it was talking to him. My daughter – was like a newborn, another child ruining my job situation. <laughs> Wife is out and she's bawling, right? And I'm we're oh, we're in like a small yeah. condo and and I remember I was like struggling. I'm like not only am I embarrassed and talking to Mac Brown, but like I'm struggling with like, oh my God, like what do I do? And Mac can hear it and he's like he like consoled me. Like, I think he could tell I was probably struggling. He's like, oh, buddy, you know, I'm a grandfather now. Like, this is what they do. Not only was he totally cool with it and we just ended up talking, I got, like, father advice 
from Mac Brown. It was one of the That's cooler. So sweet. But in Friday Night Lights, kind of a dick. Love you, Mac. <laughs> bad writing. Uh, in bad writing. Lights. Bad portrayal of him in that. Um, another person we need to discuss on this podcast. I know we don't talk that much NFL, but technically his name has been circling around college football again, and that is Urban Meyer. Um, he put out like a statement being like, hang in there with us, stick with us. I mean, they, grammatically it confused the, the heck out of me. It was just a weird thing for a pro <laughs> account to tweet. And then I think it was the Falcons. Yes. Or maybe I'm getting this, That was like posted something very similar about sticking with them or that they had already done that, like, and trying to troll. And I was like, what is going on and why are we letting people up? What? Like, what's happening? He ain't going to last there, right? Like, and I'm Does not going to... Does he quit? Gonna, I, I, I thought for sure that he would, wouldn't quit and, like, take the USC job. But now I'm like, wait a minute. They... It's week two. And we're getting the hang in there. It's seven... Yeah. I mean, it's 17 games. Like, it's, it's a brutal sport that I can't imagine the patience. I mean, every I, all coaching football is insane. This is not going to go well. And he might not be any good in the NFL, too, by the way. I think my, my thing is just, like, I can't believe that we're actually allowing, like, the Twitter trolls and, like, crazy fan bases to control some of the narrative here. Like, they're, like, apologizing and, like, they're down in the dumps. And it's, like... No, like that is not, you're not supposed to like, what do they say to like players? Like don't act tired because like you don't want to seem like that. Like teams are going to go into this being like, oh, it's going to get better for you guys. Let's wallop on them as much as we can. And I just don't, I feel like it's a really strange look for pro teams. I don't know if this is like the time where we're supposed to be like, you know, accepting like vulnerability and things like that. But I'm like, what is happening? This is football. Like, I don't understand why we're like, hang in there, guys. Like, there are much worse things going on in this world. I'm really not sure why week two we are getting this. And like I said, the idea of him like potentially leaving and going to um, USC is like way more realistic to me now seeing that statement because I can just picture it. The day that it comes out that he's quit, he's fired, whatever, that quote card that was tweeted out is going to be literally everywhere with the side-by-side of Urban Meyer gets hired as the USC coach. And the, like, Nick Saban, I'm not taking the Bama job, takes the Bama job. Brian Kelly did it too. Yes. Yeah. It is is just setting up for the most memeable day in college football slash pro football history. I I mean... but what are we doing? It had to be. It had to be his idea. I'm assuming to put out this statement. But like, this was well, a yeah. really bad team. Really bad. I, I'm a Jets fan. Okay, we're really terribly bad. That was a terrible game. So, <laughs> but I've, I've ex- oh my god, don't. It's a BYU strong day. I'm gonna. I'm gonna stay positive. Um, but, That's why you like BYU. There no, it is. We don't, under, We don't. discovered it. I there shouldn't it is. have even. I shouldn't have even opened that loophole. No. <laughs> Uh, they, the NFL is a grind and you have a quarterback in Trevor Lawrence. It's going to be really good. And you don't have a ton else. And also, by the way, you lost your first round running back entirely yes. too early who you shouldn't have drafted, but I, I digress. I just don't think he's equipped to do this. Like in college, he loses two games a year and he's, he's shattered. Something is wrong in the NFL. I mean, they play the Cardinals this week. They're like more than a touchdown underdog. I don't know the rest of their schedule. They're gonna lose. They're gonna lose most of their game. Like if they win four games, 
that'll can be considered a win. That does not jibe with Urban Meyer's existence. So I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be a terrible year. And I, I, I hope he lasts. I hope he, I hope he's healthy. I think part of him now is like, look, I've got to stick this thing out because everybody thinks I'm going to quit. But I'm pretty sure in the last couple of weeks, he's probably looked at this and be like, God damn, this sucks. I should be he's on like, the side of Fox, Fox right now talking about some college team that I don't care about. And that's yeah. that. So I, I'm no, fascinated absolutely. to see where it goes. Um, all right. Are you it ready for locks? Pit, I have one are, more I'm sorry. thing that I want to talk about. Is it in terms is it, of USC? I'm out of beer. You're out of beer. Yes. Grab another. Um, mm. One more thing I wanted to mention that I also heard that I thought was hilarious that we we discussed a little bit about Eric Bieniemy. Um, being in talks for the the USC, or they would be interested, or whatever that rumor came out. Um, yeah. I love that it later, like they asked him about it, and the media did, and he was like, "By the way, the new athletic director at USC is the guy that fired me at Colorado. So what makes you guys think that he's going to be the guy to hire me to take the USC job?" I was like. That is absolutely hilarious. And also, like, the fact that none of us put that together before he actually got to say that to us is amazing because all of us just throw his name out there whenever there's a coaching opening, whether it be in the NFL or in college football. And I just love that he was like, you guys have to be kidding, right? Like, he literally fired me. I don't think he's going to hire me for the, like, best job open in college football right now. You don't hear so, that stuff normally. That's, like, real, real. And by the way, it is kind of amazing he does not have a job yet, right? Patrick Mahomes is practically begging teams to hire this dude and talking. Mm-hmm. Patrick friggin' Mahomes is saying how right. good he is. In a, in a sport where Cliff Kingsbury is getting a job after sucking <laughs> at Texas Tech forever, you would think that this dude would get a job somewhere. I mean, uh, yeah, there's definitely some issues with with how that is going. But let's get to some locks. We're gonna do. Do we decide if it's pint picks and pints? Picks and pints. Picks and pints. Do, I think is better to, than pints and picks. And picks. Do you need another beer? Do you need? No, grab one? I'm good. It, this. I think no, I only I'm have good. this in this fridge here, and I don't think I can drink another one. Uh, okay. Review, by the way. It's it's not bad. It's not. Can bad. you give it a score it's, out of ten? Yeah, I will give this a 4.1. It's Ooh. <clears throat> well, I'm not a big lager person. Less well, than its alcohol percentage. Ouch. Yes. Wow, that is a, <laughs> actually Yeah, I'll give it a 4.7. No, 4 1. Uh look, if you like key lime pie, uh Pollyanna's key lime thinking is probably for you. If you you but you really must like key lime pie because this is like I just drank a, an entire cake key. of key lime pie, which Okay. Not bad. Okay, yes. So let's let's do this. We're going to go through games individually, and we're going to start with an obvious one. We already kind of spilled the beans. Arkansas plus five and a half over Texas A&M. I'm going to start with you because you seem to have strong feelings about this game. Plus five and a half. Can I interest you in a money line for this? Because you're yes. you like Arkansas outright. Yep. Okay, so here is what that you is can my get. bias. Here's my absolute bias. What can plus, I get? Plus one eighty. It's pretty good. So 100 bucks to win 180. That's not bad. I kind of like it too. I mean, I, I I think the A&M offense is really struggling. Backup quarterback, hostile environment, and the biggest thing for me, Paige, is against Texas that line, the the line of scrimmage, <clears throat> Arkansas stood up to them and really controlled it. And this A&M defense is really, really good. I mean, it's really good. That's my only concern in this game. And what is the total? Total's 47. That's like an NFL total. That's a low. You bet on a total yeah. last week with a 76 over for some, again, 
comparison. So I think this game could go under. I think it'll be ugly. I think it'll be fun though. So you like? You I think like it's Arkansas gonna be gritty. Here. I like Arkansas here. I I'm outright they're winning. Upset again. They're going to be looking good. They're going to move up in in the rankings, which is going to be wild to see. But yeah, no, I'm I'm definitely taking that that Arkansas team, and I'm going to say that it will end the playoff hopes of Texas A&M at that point. I think I I, I agree with you. I've been really looking forward to A&M Alabama, um, but and I bet A&M to win the national title future wise thirty five to one forty to one. I do not feel very good about that, and I don't feel very good about the spot. But that A&M defense is electric so maybe they give them a chance all right a less exciting game virginia i shouldn't say less exciting it actually could be a really exciting game there could be a shit ton of points virginia plus four uh versus wake forest the over under in this game is 68 and a half page virginia's quarterback last week threw for 550 yards and they lost by 20 i don't know what that says i just find that absolutely Uh. amazing um but Virginia could score. Wake has not played a road game this year. That's I, I don't know. That I find that amazing somehow, even though it's not that amazing. They Any probably like thoughts? took pity on them and was like, "We really should help them out um, in yes. terms of scheduling." Yeah, I mean, I would take Virginia minus four. I think that's a great, great lock. That's that is that is a good one. All right, I don't think you're going to like this next one. I'm just okay. going to say it. Okay, I like Florida State this week. I think this line stinks and I'm finding the updated line Florida State is I believe plus two Florida State is plus two. Oh, it's almost down it's down to one and a half in some places Florida State plus two versus Louisville now Louisville won did you watch that Friday night game by the way like UCF that was amazing yes, yes. that wow. was like the craziest way to end a game like the walk-off interception I still watched that game, and I was not all that impressed with Louisville. Florida State had the Jacksonville State hangover. I think they get right for at least a week. Who is Florida what? State playing at quarterback now? You. You are playing for Florida State at quarterback. <laughs> Which wouldn't really be a surprise. Um, I do, no. I, how sad it, is Florida football besides actual Florida, like University of Florida, like Miami and Florida State? We talked about this a little Saturday. How sad. That's uh it's very sad. Miami is actually not nearly as sad as Florida State, but extremely sad in their own way. Yeah, uh, I'm going to pick against you on this one. I don't think that's a lock, especially because now thinking back to the Louisville-Mississippi game, and I know I know that it wasn't close, but I do think it wasn't a fun game. So maybe Louisville makes it fun, and yeah, we continue this sad, sad tale of Florida State. It would be very sad. I mean, Mike Norvell has owed a lot of money, but uh, that – they lose this game. Can you game. imagine it's, if they fire him? Like, God, what a... They're going to be paying like 17 coaches. Yeah, you can't. You literally at that point... I mean, I understand there's like unlimited money. It's sort of like the NFL cap. It's not really real. There's not really a cap on Correct. money that people have in terms of donors and college football. Check. But yeah. like, you can't... Like, you have to stop at some point. Like, it's almost like the reverse of USC where like they probably should have hired two or three guys by now. And like... Florida State has done that. Like they've just brought Correct. in people. They and like you, you get this. And I, I felt actually pretty bad after the Taggart situation, just because it like proved the point of like not to say that he didn't deserve to be fired or anything like that, but it just means like it, some programs like coaches have such a short window to get it right that like they should sort of maybe regroup and try not to just keep 
hiring like this and spending all of the yeah. money on stuff like this. I mean, it's not my money, so who's to say? But like, maybe give it to me instead of like paying this coaches. Is, I don't know. There you go. Give it to me. That's a good solution. <laughs> but this is this is rock bottom. But FSU plus two, and I think they're going to win. By the way. Um, okay. okay. This game. This game. I'm looking forward to. Uh, USC, Oregon State. The line in this game is 14, I believe. But I'm not worried about the line. I'm worried about the total, 62 and a half. It's a lot of points. Uh, first off, USC has a quarterback named Jackson Dart. That's a, an immediate plus. QB he name. may start. Keaton Slovis is also uh, hurt. We don't know who's going. I don't really care. Oregon State is another is another adopt a team. I got to build my list of adopt a teams. BYU's on that <laughs> list. Oregon State's on that list. They've been pretty good. They are so much better than they were. Really like them last year, and I think they're getting better. So I think 62 and a half. I don't love the number. I think they may get walloped a little bit. Uh, USC scored 45 unanswered points last week. It, behind the curtain, you and I were thinking about writing about USC last yeah. week. And I was like, wow, if they lose this, we're holy like, uh oh. <laughs> And they scored forty five unanswered points. Like that is <laughs> that is that is what That's the Saturday epitome was of like. our that is a, the epitome of what our job is like. Mike. Especially I started this writing past it. Saturday. Because it was like there's so many almost and you just have to be prepared for when it actually happens. And I mean, even looking at Clemson, we were like, What the hell? Like, are we gonna have to write on them losing to a Georgia Tech team? Like, this isn't happening. Um, I, it's a it's a world of almost, but I actually enjoy I feel like that could be a fun game to watch. Um, 9.30, uh, is it 9.30 Central? It's a late game, too, if you're into that sort of thing. It's a really late, late game. If you're into late night weirdness. Yes. If you're into the late night weirdness, 9.30 uh, starting time for this, depending on where you are listening. I think it's 9.30 Central, which is... So what's your, what's your, what are you taking for that game? Over. I like the over 62 and a half. That is a okay. big over, but I like it. Are, what, what do you think on that game? And you I could say I, I don't want to goat you into just well that's not that's not great either. I mean you you could just say I'm gonna bet something else and not say I don't love that. Um, yeah. What I, is this spread? Did this spread come down? Hold on. I want to give you an accurate spread up to the second. Wow, this spread has come down, so it's down to eleven. Um, I would was take that thirteen U USC minus eleven? Yes. Yeah, I would take that. Over and the also over. It's, 61 and a half, which is good, Paige, because I'm going to change my locks. Since I turn them in, I can get that extra point. I'm, every every point counts in the overs and the unders. All right. I might stay and away from that game, though, like maybe a little bit, because I feel like having a USC team that still obviously is dealing with an interim coach and like they yes. still looked really rough to begin with and like not knowing what their quarterback situation is, this could be like they overlook a, an Oregon State team. And potentially don't. So I mean, that's a very pack. This look, yes. I sort of got to tell you, I'd stay away from the random Pac-12 games unless oh, you're going to take 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 uh, Oregon with the the points versus Arizona this week. I don't even know what the points are. Just take it, take it, it's take it, take it, take it's it. It's a lot. I got to give it to you now. It's it is. Uh, they're twenty eight and a half points. Yeah, I would take that. Arizona State, by the way, 14-point favorite while I'm there. Just for I don't know. Cares. All right. I'm not familiar with that school. Sorry. Fair enough. Last one. <laughs> Another weird game. Um, Kentucky, oh. five-point favorite to South Carolina. This game stinks. Kentucky did almost just lose to Tennessee Chattanooga. That was a bit of a surprise. And they were a big favorite in that. They beat Missouri the previous week. 
in a game that they tried to lose, I know, because I bet on them, but they did cover and they did win. I think everybody's going to be betting. This is another team, by the South way, Kentucky Carolina. that's going. Yeah, I, I like South Carolina. I think everybody's going to be betting Kentucky. Another team going on the road for the first time. And that's, I think, a big deal. Crowds are back. People are nuts. Yeah. I think the I really like South Carolina in this game. And this is just going to be a miserable game to watch. I know miserable games to watch and bet when I see one. And this has all the makings of just a game that I regret being involved in, but I'm going to be involved with it. Plus five for me. Their OG starter is back at quarterback. Sad for Zeb because we do love Zeb Nolan. This is a Zeb Nolan um, Stan account, um, Stan podcast, if you will. Um, But yeah, I would take South Carolina in this. I actually, I like that pick. Okay. So of those picks, we are are picking one, believe it, we love it, lock. I think I I mean I think you have to go with Arkansas, don't you? You're picking them to win. Yeah, I would take what? Arkansas. I would take the points. I would take money line, all of it. Give it to me. Okay, all right. I am going to go Virginia minus four. Arkansas was a close second. I'm going to go Virginia minus four. Hmm. Yeah. Yes. That is my that is my final answer. Mm, yeah. Can, can we be um, honest? It's not the greatest week of college football. It's not – don't say that because when that happened – like last week was the week of almost. I think this is the week of of actual upsets. I also just want to throw out there – I mean, Notre Dame-Wisconsin's actually going to be a decent game. I think Jack Cohn getting his, like, not revenge because we've talked about that quarterback situation before, but beating his, his old team is a really fun narrative for college football and potentially putting them in a spot to be in the playoff conversation. And then – I would keep an eye on the Oklahoma-West Virginia game. 16 and a half. Because if, I mean, look, we talked about this. I'm I'm not taking it in gambling terms. I'm taking it in terms of like, hey, this is probably one of the better teams that Oklahoma has faced. Yes, and they almost shit their pants on TV Against last week. Against Nebraska. Om- well, no, and, and West Virginia and, almost yeah. did too. Oh, God, that yeah, was, that was I was that screaming was on my TV. God, that was so frustrated. Like, that this I, I, interception on a screen pass. I don't know <laughs> if anyone even knows what I'm talking about, but I'm losing Indiana is just caving in before our eyes. And then I have them on two TVs side by side. I'm just sitting there watching it through my hands like, what? <laughs> West Virginia was up, what, 27 to 7? They were up by a lot. And I sent you a message. That was partially my fault. It was also me just wanting you to be on the same bandwagon as I was because I was watching Cincinnati. And I was like, Cincinnati's kicker doinked one. And I was like, like, why is this happening? I mean, Desmond Ritter did not look like himself at the first half of that game. But no, I think in terms of Oklahoma, this week is the week that they need to turn it on. Like, if they don't turn it around this week. This is like this is the game where Spencer Rattler is back up in the like number one Heisman conversation. Is if they blow out this West Virginia team and show out, and I think this is the first time we'll either see it or we won't. And I think after this, they don't really they they're not going to have the the sauce. I guess. I tend to I tend to agree. Okay, we've got our picks. Can I just before we exit? I want to yes. get people. I'm getting excited. I'm excited for this week. I, I leave no. I don't want to skip over a weekend. I want to just real quick. Mississippi State at A&M. Ohio State at Rutgers is not a great game, but whatever. Sure. Michigan at Wisconsin. Arizona State, UCLA. Arkansas at Georgia. Cincinnati at Notre Dame. Ole Miss, Alabama. Oregon, Stanford, which used to be a good game. 
Oklahoma at Kansas State, Indiana at Penn State, Auburn, LSU, Fresno State, Hawaii, like God only. Next next week is fire. Just pure. Is that the weekend of October 2nd? That is fire. Get ready because that is one of the better looking slates of games I think we're going to have all year. So I'm I'm excited for that, but I'm excited for this. And I think we You're have some winners. You're jinxing us. This week we're going to get some upsets. Oh, God. I, what do they I say? So. Woo. Pig suey. I I think I think that's going to happen too. But in any event, it should be fun. We love any parting shots. On this podcast. We do. We got to get big Pittman fan. on because he's. I'm a big fan of him too. Any any parting shots before we say goodbye? Um. No. I will say next week I'll bring an alcoholic beverage for um, yes. us to review. I Not am this. trying to get my hands on the Bud Light Fall Seltzer package, but it's literally nowhere to be found. I tweeted Bud Light, and they still sent like they were like, "Oh, check here with your area code." Litter or your area code, your zip code. I could not find it anywhere close to me. So as soon as I can get my hands on that, I will be doing a review of those because seltzer is a more live my range. review Selt- of the seltzer pack. I'm in seltzer or bourbon. So maybe if I can't find the seltzer, we'll just do a taste test of like my favorite bourbons. Not key lime lagers is what you're saying. Oh, fair enough. No. Um, and I'll say before we head out, guys, please subscribe, <clears throat> share, yes. um, tell your friends, tell your friends, spam. We're getting, it's has been a lot of fun. We're still getting started. And if you have ideas for segments, you have the idea for content. If you want free, you want to send us free beer and alcohol to review that. Uh, great. Whatever. It's good content for us. You can review uh, it but, while betting. That's the best kind of gambling is when you're it is. drinking Just and, not, and not making poor decisions. Lime, not any key lime loggers, please. But Responsibly uh, for, making poor decisions. But yes, tell your friends, please, please, please. Um, we love doing this, and it's been super fun so far, but we will continue to be back. Um, next week, our show is going to be coming out on Friday instead of Thursday. Yes. Producer Matt... He's going to Disneyland, so we got to give him some time off. He's a workhorse, but we got to give him some time off. So we will be coming out with a new show on Friday next week. Um, Hope you guys enjoyed this one, and we'll talk to you all soon.